Today is July 12th, 2023. In this week's issue, newly diagnosed glaucoma led to a higher risk of development of dementia, particularly in older adults and those with good visual acuity. Pediatric lensectomy and intraocular lens implantation is associated with visual axis opacification, although risk of visual axis opacification was not impacted by age at time of surgery or IOL location. New study reveals risk factors for cataract development after non-infectious anterior uveitis. And although rare, local recurrence of uveal melanoma is associated with greater mortality, particularly of smaller tumors as compared to larger tumors. Our first article is from Ophthalmology, Progressive Neurodegeneration, the Relationship Between Glaucoma and Degeneration. A new risk factor for dementia? Glaucoma and dementia are two seemingly unrelated diseases, yet interestingly share similar pathophysiology. Glaucoma is characterized by progressive thinning of retinal ganglion cells at the optic nerve, likely due to disruption of axoplasmic transport and subsequent apoptosis. Similarly, many neurodegenerative diseases are also associated with defective axonal transport. A new study from Korea investigates whether this proposed shared disease mechanism translates to an increased risk of dementia in patients with glaucoma. This nationwide population-based retrospective cohort study sampled 788,921 participants over 45 years of age to track the development of either glaucoma, dementia, or both. 7% of the participants in the cohort developed dementia after an average of 7.4 years. Newly diagnosed glaucoma was associated with a higher risk of Alzheimer's dementia, and risk of dementia in relation to glaucoma was significantly greater in older participants and those with good visual acuity. These findings provide further support that glaucoma and dementia share a common pathogenesis that triggers neurodegeneration, and that patients with newly diagnosed glaucoma should be monitored for the development of dementia. Our next article is from JAMA Ophthalmology, visualizing the complications of pediatric intraocular lens placement. How can we improve our view on long-term complications of intraocular lens placement in pediatric patients? Implantation of an intraocular lens during primary cataract surgery is a commonly used practice in older children, yet not approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration due to lack of good data on long-term complications of this practice. This prospective cohort study enrolled children younger than 13 years of age without baseline glaucoma who had undergone primary IOL implantation for non-traumatic cataracts and examined the five-year cumulative incidence of complications. In the 609 eyes included, the authors found that both the age at primary intraocular lens implantation and the type of lens used, capsular bag versus sulcus, were not associated with increasing one's risk of visual axis opacification or glaucoma. Severe complications such as retinal detachment, chronic intraocular inflammation, and endophthalmitis were infrequent. Limitations of this study include lack of variability between different IOL designs since a majority were supplied by a single manufacturer, and a lack of follow-up data in 44% of patients. Our next article is from the American Journal of Ophthalmology, The Why and When of Cataract Development in Anterior Uveitis. 
When cloudy vision begets more cloudy vision, what do we make of it? Uveitis, defined as inflammation of the choroid, ciliary body, and or iris, is a leading cause of vision loss worldwide. Both the disease and routine treatment with corticosteroids can cause development of cataracts. However, there is limited data on the incidence and risk factors of cataract development in the anterior form of uveitis. Understanding of such risk factors would be useful in management and counseling of patients with anterior uveitis. The authors implemented a multi-center retrospective cohort study at six tertiary uveitis referral clinics in the United States. The study identified 3,923 eyes of 2,567 patients with anterior uveitis, excluding those with non-infectious uveitis and a history of HIV or AIDS. During follow-up, it was determined that 507 eyes developed cataracts with 7.1% having visual acuity worse than 2040 and 6% requiring surgery. Approximately 25% developed cataract within three years. Risk factor for cataract development included age over 65 years, higher anterior chamber cell grade, and diagnosis of chronic rather than acute anterior uveitis. Additionally, band keratopathy, posterior synechiae, and high intraocular pressure were also risk factors for the development of cataract in these patients. Treatment with topical corticosteroids compared to non-use was a risk factor. Although cataract affects a minority of eyes with anterior uveitis, several risk factors have been identified to minimize this sequela. All in all, clinicians can reduce risk of cataract development in patients with anterior uveitis by quickly controlling inflammation, minimizing the use of topical corticosteroids for inactive disease, and maintaining normal intraocular pressure. With greater attention paid to preventing cataract formation, patients with anterior uveitis may have better visual outcomes. Our final article is from the British Journal of Ophthalmology. Uveal melanoma recurrence. What is the long-term mortality risk? Does uveal melanoma come back with a vengeance? Prior literature has reported that uveal melanoma recurrence is associated with an increased risk of mortality. The rate of recurrence ranges from 3% to 8%, and treatment options include proton therapy, plaque therapy, or enucleation. Few studies have quantified the long-term risk of mortality associated with tumor recurrence. In this retrospective cohort study of 4,196 patients treated for uveal melanomas identified through the uveal melanoma registry, patients were followed for approximately 12 years. Of the 153 patients who experienced recurrence, 69.9% died from metastatic melanoma compared to 37.9% of those who were recurrence-free. In patients initially treated with plaque radiotherapy versus proton therapy, time to recurrence was similar, a median of 34.1 months versus 29.3 months. Notably, the study found that recurrence of smaller tumors were associated with a higher relative increase in mortality risk when compared to T4 tumors. The authors conclude that these results may prove useful in counseling patients with local recurrence and also emphasize the importance of effectively treating small tumors in order to reduce melanoma-associated mortality. There is a further need to characterize recurrent uveal melanoma tumors and consider adjuvant therapies for those who experience recurrence. And to learn more about The Lens, you can follow us on Twitter at, at @thelens_oph. underscore O-P-H. 
and make sure to visit www.lensophthalmology.com to get a full summary of today's research newsletter.